Hello and welcome to the Chai Parenting Podcast. I'm Emma Cooper, mum to one little girl. And I'm Sammy Petridis, father to two slightly larger girls. Older, I should <laughs> <Older>. say. <laughs> older, older girls. Older. <laughs> and we are here to talk all things triathlon and parenting related. So how are you, Themi? I am improving. So in case you missed the last couple episodes, I had COVID quite strongly, quite badly. And I've now, I've been negative since Monday. So nearly a week since I tested negative, but it's taking me a little time to regain my strength. I'm still feeling fatigued and I haven't started training yet in anger at all. Um, but getting there, I'm feeling much more myself and I can just about get through a day of work now without falling asleep at my desk. Uh, so <laughs> that's that's step one. Step two will be starting to ramp up training again, but that I haven't taken that step yet. At least you've had a week of freedom. That's and true. That it has again. been it has been strange. I almost feel like I should be doing things when I can just sit down and maybe catch a bit of TV with my wife. I've actually found it quite hard. I've done an awful lot of little jobs around the house that normally get put off, be it ironing or tidying or those jobs that really aren't that important, but they're, they're all done now. Everything's done. <laughs> I haven't Amazing. been able to sit still. Yeah, so I haven't had this much time on my hands for a long time. It's quite Make strange. Most of it. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be gone soon. Yes, as um, athletes, we're wired to not sit down. So having sat down for two weeks being poorly, you're now desperate not to sit down. Yeah, I'm, I'm desperate to be busy again with, with training and not enough time for everything now. There's too much time. <laughs> Definitely rushed back though. I know I think we said it last week, but rushing back, especially if you're still fatigued, is not a good idea. Yeah, and I, I can really feel it's not a good idea as well. Yesterday, we went to a lake for Junior Tri Club. And it was a lovely morning and all of the juniors from quite young, eight, nine years old is the youngest up to about 14, 15. It was an open water swimming session and it was it, it was great seeing them all getting into their wetsuits and having their toe floats and 20 of them going off into the lake, being coached by the coaches on stand-up paddleboards. It was it was really lovely. I thought That's I can use this. To see them doing, especially that little, that's really oh, sweet. It's lovely. Uh, I mean, they people that hadn't done it before were slightly apprehensive about it beforehand. We were chatting about how the kids had been that morning. Lara, my daughter, was nervous about it. She was very nervous, but it was good that some of her friends that she knows, similar age, were going to be there, and that really helped. And coming back in the car, she said to me, "Daddy, I'm really glad you were right." for the first time she's admitted it you were right uh -huh. you said I'd really enjoy it and I would have missed out had I not done it and I'm really glad I came so that was really quite something for her to admit that to me so she really really did like it especially with the sun shining I bet the water was a really nice temperature as well oh, it was 23 degrees it's a lovely lake at West Mill and I'd say it's a perfect day for open water swimming and they booked the whole lake just for the juniors so there was no there was no traffic there was no stress. Oh, so so I, lovely. I grabbed the opportunity to try. It was my first exercise since COVID. I thought I'll just go and do a couple of laps and see how I feel. And it felt so good to be moving and exercising. But 10 minutes in, I suddenly realized, I thought, oh, I'll go and do another lap and started off. And then I, I just realized I had nothing. I had nothing in me. 
thought, mm, I think I'm just going to chill out and and just enjoy the fact I've been in a lake and not try, not push it. So I'm going to have to be patient. As hard as it is, I'm just going to have to wait until I feel I can do it. Yes, and from what I've heard, the hardest bit will be when you then feel good, but you then have to give it another week before you can actually start training. <sighs> when you feel good, you then still have to wait to make sure it's like completely clear. Yeah. <laughs> so that you're really going to be uh, climbing the walls <laughs> yeah. by the time you get to that point. Yeah. You've got a big, big race in, in sight, so you don't want to rush it. That's true, but I guess on the flip side, I feel like I'm losing fitness and there's a chance I won't have, I won't quite have enough time to regain and, and peak. You know, I just don't know how long this is going to take. Straw poll of friends in the tri club who've had COVID, it can take anything from zero days to get back into it to six weeks. So I'm not quite sure where I'm going to fall. I mean, I'm feeling now, I'm hoping it's going to be maybe another week um, and then um, I'm fingers crossed it's not going to take longer than that, but we'll we'll have to see. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Stay positive. <laughs> so how, how about your last week? I know so the listeners, you've got a full Ironman in, in a week. So Yeah, just... I would have done it. If I haven't done it by now, next Sunday, then I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, I should be finishing, Have should have finished and hopefully be on the beers or pizza. <laughs> or both. <laughs> or both. Once I've got home, that is. Yeah. Not my accommodation anyway. So yes, I'm doing Outlaw Full, my second full Ironman. So my first one was in 2018. So it's effectively my Olympics, I realised the other day, every four years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my own Olympics. So I have to beat, I think I was fourth when I did that one. So I have to I have to beat my fourth. Um, so was it not yeah, that you raced last time? No, sorry, that was Ironman Victoria Gassiers before it was taken on by the Ironman brand. So it was a locally run race in near Bilbao in Spain, mm-hmm. about this time of year actually, so it was very hot. L- lovely Ironman, if Ironmans can be called lovely, um, <laughs> for a beautiful part of the world anyway. But I, yeah, I plan to do several before now, but for various life reasons, having a child obviously doesn't help that (laughs) um it's not happened until now so yes last week of training was really good I had some pretty big sessions one of which was a four hour brick midweek which I've not had before and I had to do that in time for my husband to start work oh my god I have to do the maths. That was a very early start. <laughs> so what did that, was that a single bike run or was it a yes. multiple? Yes, it was a three hour brick, uh, sorry, three hour bike and an hour run. Oh, how's that? Before I, dawn. Yes. The silver lining was that I did it before it got too hot. Yep. Because if I, the other option was to do it when he finished work and that would have been nasty i mean i would have ticked a box but i'm not sure i'd have got much out of it in these temperatures uh yeah it went really well i'm not sure i enjoyed it it was a uh, a mental the first two hours of the bike were easy and it was an hour hard so the bike wasn't too bad the first two hours i was basically asleep on my bike <laughs> eyes open i was on a turbo so i was being safe yeah, then the, it was just a mental battle from then on, really, which is a mixture of physical and mental tiredness, which is good Ironman prep, I think. It is, I think sounds perfect. 
the point of it was especially when I was running I was like oh I think I need to stop for a week no you don't just go a bit longer oh if I just stop for a minute no no you're fine <laughs> keep going. just having these 30 second conversations in my head stop no keep going stop no no you're okay you can keep going oh but you can really stop no you have to keep going <laughs> it's almost finished if we stop then it'll take longer to finish so you didn't practice the pro technique of weeing on the go <laughs> no no I didn't fancy that no a, but the silver lining is that we have got Eleanor's paddling pool up so every bike and run session I've finished in the last week I've been getting straight in the paddling pool awesome <laughs> which is actually disappointingly warm <laughs> so you the need initial to buy a sack of ice <laughs> <laughs> the initial initial shock of getting in is obviously delightful yeah. and I actually yeah. I'm not being sarcastic it's really nice but then within a minute it's kind of it's it's nice obviously it's cooler and you're not hot but it's not it's not quite cold enough <laughs> it's probably your body heat heating it up by a few degrees <laughs> yeah it could be that as well so yeah so I had I also had an almost two-hour swim on Thursday, so I was very wow. tired. I went to bed really early, and then I couldn't sleep. <laughs> so that was, yeah, I've kind of just been tired since Thursday, really. And then there's obviously been warm as well, which I don't think that's been stopping me sleep. But had a really nice four, what did I have yesterday? I think I had a four-hour bike ride yesterday, which was, oh, so happy. Went out early again before it got too hot. So I was back by 10. So the roads, because Saturday morning, the roads tend to be quieter, but not that quiet because it's Saturday because of the heat. I just think anyone went anywhere this weekend. So mm. the roads were just really quiet, which was amazing. I avoided the road that I came off on. I couldn't bring myself with the pothole. Well, <laughs> I couldn't bring myself that way again. And then this morning I had a two-hour run, which again I drove to... The Flitch Way, which is the old railway line, which has been turned into a bridal way. So it's got basically tree cover the whole way along. So I went a bit later, but because it was shady, it was maybe 25 degrees, but that was lovely. <laughs> and then got straight in the paddling pool. Happy days. <laughs> Excellent. And have your brakes stopped squealing? Yeah, so I did give them a bit of a clean. So it's mostly gone. It doesn't sound quite as horrific as they did during the race. Thank goodness. But I am sending it to Judd Cycles. He'll come pick it up this week, thankfully, to do just check it over before the race. I like to make sure that it's in fully fully working order before I go and race on it on Sunday. So yes, all last minute last minute prep work. I'm I'm not really sure what's gonna be happening with the weather. I didn't look at the weather forecast because it's gonna go one of two ways. At least it'll be this hot or we'll be chucking it down by Sunday. <laughs> Yes, although I've just been sent a picture of a local field in on like full-on flames. I don't know the details, but it doesn't look too good. So hopefully there's not too many fires around. No, so dry out there now. This race in Nottingham, I think I read it's going to be a, a full-on mass start again. Because when, when I raced there earlier in the year for the half, it wasn't. It was a, a time trial start. So how will it work with the pro field? Do you get a, a few minutes head start? Do you know how it all No, works? we're all in together. Um, they don't have a pro field there anyway, I don't think. Right, okay. Um, it's just a mass. They have overall, like, winners, like first, second, third, male and female. But I don't think they have an elite wave anyway. Okay. So actually, I'm looking forward to that because after the in initial melee of everyone 
going over each other, which will be a shock to the system because I'm not mm. sure anyone's done one of those since pre-COVID, mm. unless they've been abroad, I guess, to do one. It will be, I tend to swim better with a, a group because otherwise I'm just toddling along on my own. <laughs> so how, how are you going to play it in terms of positioning yourself? I don't I know if the uh, race pack briefing pack this morning. Um, they have like blocks of like a certain time mm-hmm. goes to the left, next slower time to the right, next time to the right. So okay. they, they're staggering, even though it's a mass start, they're mm-hmm. actually positioning deliberately positioning the faster people together and the slower people together, which is is quite a clever way of doing yeah. it actually. Um, so not it's not the fastest walking. at the front. It's not graded no, it's from the front. It's like on the side. To the left and slowest to the right, and then right. like the people in between. Okay. I haven't looked at the course maps, but I'm guessing the boy will be closer on the left side for the turning point. So that's why the faster people are over at the left. Um, when we raced there, we swam down the left-hand side of the lake. There were three jetties, and you could pick whichever jetty you wanted. And I went to the the one on the furthest on the left because it was a straight line to how you're going to swim and people who went to the middle or the one on the right had to then cut across to get to the left hand side of the lake and then it was like a clockwise loop and I think they said the full Ironman is similar it just goes all the way to the end of the lake because we we only went halfway or whatever it was so it's probably a clockwise type of loop staying on the left is the most direct route they have lots of rows of boys little little boys like lane markers before they have the large boys so I just picked a lane a a row of those white boys that led to the the larger boys and swam along them basically that's the shortest route perfect okay excellent safe sighting doesn't it it does (laughs) (laughs) wandering off in a wiggly direction like I did at Holcomb because I couldn't see anything but blinded by the sun goodness I was talking to other people about that who raced there at Holcomb and they all had quite interesting swim either not being able to see or not quite understanding that the last 400 metres was supposed to be, well, somebody was saving themselves to kick at 400 metres, but they'd actually got to the end and was expecting the way the course had been described. Another 400 metres of swimming and there was none. <laughs> yeah, so I turned left and expected to then swim left back again, but you just turned left and were out. <laughs> right, okay, so that was a common common problem. So, yeah, we, on, the, on the course maps, it said you swam like past the exit right on the far side of the lake yeah and then like you'd do a left and a left and then turn right to get out of the lake but instead you just turn left at that the end boy and then swam straight and got out right <laughs> well it sounds like when i did it in whenever it was 2017 that's what i remember you just go past the last boy and cut directly to the the entrance yeah. and exit yeah Right. This last week of taper, I guess, do you know what you're doing or is it still being drip fed to you day by day? I do, actually, and I wasn't expecting to. Yeah, it is pretty easy with a few like pickups, turn the legs over Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, two sessions a day, I think. No, actually, Tuesday is just one long bike ride. But I guess the amount of time you would do normally for two sessions and then Wednesday, two sessions and I think Thursday, Friday, just one session or or one or two sessions is very short like if I get twitchy and like my legs sometimes if I'm sat down for too long mm. especially if I'm working it makes me feel very lethargic mm. and actually not so good so you go for like a 10 minute jog or 20 minute walk or something I, I'm planning on traveling up on Friday 
but I realised that it's the last Friday of school. So some holidays start on Friday and pre-COVID, that's probably one of the worst days of the year to be travelling. Not sure what the deal is now post-COVID, but I definitely don't want to be on the road late on Friday. So we'll no. not sure timing-wise. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the only good thing is that a lot of schools break up either Tuesday or Wednesday in the week uh, rather than Friday. So I guess a lot of families are thinking, right, let's travel before the weekend if they're going away. Oh, that's good. Excellent. Yeah, so yeah, I'll be I'll be there anyway by Saturday. Rack my bike on Saturday mm-hmm. and check out the layout. I think I, I saw something in the briefing about bags. I haven't read it properly yet. I think it's a bit like challenge races where you put your bike and your run kit in bags and it hangs on pegs. I don't know why. It's annoying when they do that because it's harder to get everything out of the bags. But I mean, it's not. It's just another admin task to do. Yeah. It's not too bad. And then, yeah, very early start on Sunday, which is good, I guess, if it's going to be hot. So 6 a.m. It's at my, the, the start list says 5.45 to the start. Right. So I'm guessing 6 a.m. Yeah. Whistle goes. I, yeah, when I was looking at the start list, it said there was about 200 females and 700 men. So the females are slightly outnumbered, <laughs> which, which is a shame. Something to work on, I guess. Yeah, it should be should be a fun day out. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, well, we're doing our best bringing up three new girl triathletes, hopefully, into the fold in the future. That's very true. Without, without, without the pressure. Yeah, well, no pressure. <laughs> what kind of accommodation have you sorted? So my sister-in-law, so effectively my brother-in-law's parents live on the bike course, uh-huh. which is amazing. So I'm going to stay with them which is great awesome yeah so now it says about 20 minutes away from the start so I couldn't really ask for better really I've just got to just hope that I can drive 20 minutes post Ironman to get back there <laughs> sure you'll be fine they have good food I put a red bull in, in the car ready to get home it's more the whether I can actually move my legs to get in the car rather than mentally I think <laughs> Obviously, mentally, I'll be tired, but I can drive 20 minutes physically whether I can actually get in the car. <laughs> I've got very little to report in terms of actual training this week, as, as I've mentioned. But one th- one of those little jobs I did do was my Garmin. I think I mentioned that it cracked and I've, I received a, a recon unit, which is great. But it it takes so long to reset all of your Garmin screens if, you know, you're fussy about whether you have you know lap time and pace and your heart rate on which screen which I am fussy about and (laughs) before I sent off my last watch I made a a plan of each set of screens for each discipline oh my goodness (laughs) and it was so good to look at that plan and at my daughter's uh tri club junior swimming just now I had an hour to sit in the balcony you know sweating in the hot uh heat inside the pool and I was just able to churn through and reset all my screens. It's very boring, but that's about the only triathlon-related work. I've and that's done a very, week. a very geeky engineering thing to do. But actually, it's a very clever thing to do because I, if I get a new watch, I'll start my bike or run or swim or whatever, and then look at my watch and be like, "Oh, yeah, it's not showing me anything that I need to, <laughs> need to know." I went so through that. 
pain when yeah. I bought a new watch one time and I think my last watch died so I wasn't able even to look at what I'd thought up for the screens when you first plan them out so I thought I'm, I'm not going to go through that every time so I thought this plan I know I'm sending my watch off to get a new one I'm going to do this plan and it's uh <laughs> it paid off could you not just have taken like screenshots of each each one instead of having to write it I down? did consider that but actually saving it on google docs it's there forever i know where to get it and if That's i true. lose my watch i thought any changes i want to make i can do it now any you know, slight modifications or things you've thought about this is a very very dull conversation I'm sure, but... i have a very annoying habit of so like my my nana's like recipes are like handwritten uh-huh. and i have asked my mum to send me these pictures of these recipes countless times probably almost double figures because I take a picture of it or she sends me a picture and then I'll go through my phone really quickly and delete anything that's got writing on it because it's obviously you don't need a picture of something with writing on it do you and then a month or two later I'll go to make these recipes and I realized I've deleted it again <laughs> so I have to ask my mum to send me another picture and then I delete it again. It's very so, annoying. So why don't you create a Google Doc sheet and paste the photos in when you get them and then they're just always there? That would be clever, yeah. That requires doing it before you deleted it. Well. Yes. <laughs> so do you have any highs from this week other than fixing your Garmin? Do you know highs? what? Other than seeing my daughter at the lake really enjoying it, I don't really. Oh, tell a lie i have a high from today not triathlon related but another of those jobs that yours put off is going to the dump and i went to the tip today with a carload of stuff just sorted through stuff in the garage that you just chuck in there knowing that needs to go to the dump and it's probably been there for more than 12 months and it's such a good feeling when you've well okay let me rephrase that i get such a good feeling i don't know what it is cleansing yeah (laughs) When you go to the dump and you come back with a, a light, empty car and all of that clutter is gone. So that was a high. And funnily enough, I met about four people from the running club who were at the dump at exactly the same time as me, all doing the same <laughs> thing. So we had a nice chin wag, stood around the uh, skips in the dump, uh, which was that, was, that was a really nice, that was my high. That's how good my life is at the moment, that going to the dump <laughs> is my high of the week. <laughs> That's good, though. Just hope you can keep that space clear and not fill it with more rubbish. Oh, not a chance. Anyway, how about how about you? What are your highs? Highs, I have to say, I really enjoyed driving to the office. <laughs> on, on when was it? Wednesday. Air-conditioned car, air-conditioned office, air-conditioned car coming home uh-huh. was very pleasant compared to Monday when I was lying on the floor in my daughter's room under the window which was open with the curtain shut trying like sprawled out trying to work on my side because I was so hot <laughs> my husband walked past he was like what on earth are you doing I was like trying to stay cool because <laughs> I like normally work downstairs but on uh, Mondays my mother-in-law picks her up from nursery early and then plays with her here so I have to hide upstairs until I've finished work so it wasn't too long but yes Wednesday I really appreciated the air conditioning which I shouldn't do but it was it was very pleasant 
I also had a very nice massage on Friday night, which was a, a lovely treat after my busy my busy week. So I popped down to Injury Active, who actually got a new fancy facility opening up soon, which is quite exciting. They're turning it into like a, a gym space as well, which is should be cool. Is it the thing you sent me, the grand opening coming up? Yes. That, yeah. yeah. Free yeah. free freedom drink. You can't complain. <laughs> Does look good. I'm on holiday, unfortunately, when they open, but I do oh, like the sound true. of somebody nearby that you can go and get a, a massage or they can check out an injury. Yeah, they've got injury workshops, I think they said as well, on the opening, which is a good idea. Uh-huh. But yeah, so that was very nice way to end the week or Friday night anyway. Yeah, training has gone well. So highs wise, I think all good. Got I've got a few... A few lows. The first one is probably a probably bit more serious than the other ones. It's a, a running, a running low. When you're running along anywhere really, but particularly like bridleways or footpaths, and there's someone with dogs. I love dogs. With caveat, with that I do actually like dogs. But if a dog is off the lead and it starts to run towards you, or it's on your side of the path, then I always try and run to the other side of the path so that. I'm not running at it, I don't want to make it jump or anything, because obviously I don't really want to get bitten. But sometimes a dog's not sniffing like the side of the path, it actually runs to you. And then the owners like just look at you and they smile and you're trying to desperately dodge out of the way of this dog, which you don't know if it's just gonna last minute like lunge at you. I, I don't know, I don't know what you do because obviously like today I was pushing the pace a bit, so I wasn't going slowly. So but then I'm having to like stop and get out of the way because I don't want to get bitten by a dog. And the owners are just totally oblivious and they just like smile like, Oh look at my nice dog. I'm like, is it gonna bite me? <laughs> do you shout at the owner, but then think it's not really worth it. But they're just totally in their own little world, just ignoring their dog and are completely oblivious to the fact that you are quite scared that you might be about to get your hands or your, your legs bitten. This is a quite a, an interesting topic, actually. Having grown up mountain biking as a kid, some dogs don't like runners, don't like bikes, or they're excited by them. Maybe they love them and they want to chase them or bark at them or whatever. But you don't know that as a cyclist no. or a runner. It can be extremely frightening. I've been chased and bitten by dogs on my bike a number of times, and I, I'm quite scared of being taken down, and I've had teeth marks in my shoes on my bike often, and not often, wow. but it, it happens. And so it's hard to know whether to stop and face a dog or run away or ignore it. Sometimes I've gone past an owner with a dog, and I've said hello to the owner, and the, the dog found something threatening in my voice and decided to go nuts and try and protect its owner from me when all I was saying was hello <laughs> oh no so I it's a really tricky one because I like animals but when you're out on a run or a ride you don't want to get bitten and no. people do get bitten and attacked of course owners never think that their dog is going to attack anybody because it's friendly to them but they're quite unpredictable and as a third party you don't know what's going to happen no, exactly. I'd say 70 to 80 percent of people of a dog owners will pull them to one side and quite often unlike necessarily so a long way before you even get to them and move them out of the way and 
I then feel very apologetic. I'm mm. like, oh, thank you, thank you. I obviously appreciate it. But yeah, then that other small minority just think, please just like, even just call your dog so that it's a little bit closer or just not running directly at me, please. <laughs> I mean, it feels as though you're being blamed sometimes for being annoying, being out there. And it's their domain. It's where they go every day. Potentially, if there's, there are a lot of runners or bikes, it may well be quite frustrating to keep having to call your dog too but you can see some people really don't care or even think you deserve it it's your problem it's not my problem you're the one upsetting the dog I don't don't know what and I'm not going to look up like who has priority or rights away I think on a bridal way it's equal isn't it but yeah if you just yeah just one of those things one of those bugbears where most most runs it's fine which is another reason why I try and go out really early so that there's less people about on this opportunity for something like that to happen my, my um, daughter Lara since she was very young is absolutely petrified of dogs now we, we we like dogs as a family and we're taking action now we take her once a week to a get some experience and you get to pet dogs people bring dogs to this this charity for people who want to buy a dog as a family but the children are scared people bring their dogs and over the weeks the kids gain confidence with the dogs and they pet them and they groom them and they walk with them it's great and Lara's it's really helping her because she she's been petrified it stopped us going on family walks or bike rides where there might be dogs and she's still oh, wow. nervous about going out where there might be dogs brilliant yeah so we totally get uh, I, I think dog owners who know their dog and the dog is a loving friendly jumpy whatever can't see it from the perspective of somebody who has a phobia or is really scared and i think phobias or fears can be irrational seen lara isn't able to weigh up that dog in the distance is minuscule it's on a lead there is no problem with us walking with a wide berth around it she can't process that as a rational thought she will drop her bike and jump into my arms and say pick me up pick me up pick me up so a phobia is a real thing and i think a lot of dog owners don't get that um they, they really don't see the they don't understand the irrational fear of something which is small and fluffy and harmless but that um does remind me of something rather funny when I was little so my brother is 10 years younger than me and we were on a family holiday in this country or maybe seeing friends or something I must have been like 10 or 12 not particularly old and we're in the field in the middle of some sheep for whatever reason he wanted me to pick him up but they then thought I was carrying food (laughs) (laughs) charged by all these sheep which obviously then magnified his like I think he was obviously worried about the sheep for whatever reason anyway I then picked up this bag of food they thought which was actually a small child (laughs) and had to try and get him to the edge of the field without getting stampeded by these sheep (laughs) another low I seem to have gone through maybe it's a hormonal thing forgetting things again this week in the same day I forgot my towel again I also actually forgot my swimming costume when I went to Eleanor's swimming lesson, which is rather a big problem. But fortunately, I know the swimming instructor and I don't know why, but for some reason on that day, she had a spare swimming costume (laughs) in her bag. So (laughs) thank you very much, Sally, for coming to my rescue because I had a very upset daughter, (laughs) particularly as it was like end of term lesson. So it was fun fun day so she'd already seen the unicorn inflatable which she was <laughs> very excited about that was a lucky save there Emma. <laughs> our mouse is back <laughs> i thought oh, it's gone no. 
Yes, the mouse is back. I don't know what to do about it because I bought a humane trap, but I don't want to deal with it still. With a, I don't have time in the morning to be driving however many hours away <laughs> to drop this mouse. Is it so the yes, same one, that's... Emma? Did you not go far enough? Did it hitchhike back? I, I, well, we never actually, I just bought a load of bread bin tins, but it bit in, it, did I tell you, it ate, it ate through the seal of this glass jar. No. So I was, did I not tell you this? No. <laughs> so I was, when I got back from Poland, I was working at home and I heard this like rattling noise and it's like banging. And I knew my neighbour was working at home that day. But I was like, it's a bit of a weird time for him to be doing some like house DIY. It was like 10 a.m. And then it happened again. I was like, it must, it must be just something in his bathroom. And then all of a sudden his light bulb went and I was like, oh no, the mouse is back. And I was on a Zoom call as well. So I was like, I'm really sorry. Can I call you back? I've got a mouse in my kitchen. Oh, and it is, it's managed to nibble its way at the edge of the glass seal, like the, the plastic seal. So it's a heavy duty, like kiln and vase jar thing, whatever they're called, to keep biscuits in. And it had been eating the brownies in the vase jar. Oh my goodness. So every time I got up, it would like, get back out of the jar and like hide so I was like stamping around the kitchen like go get out oh. um, so yeah that's what happens when you go away for a few days and the house is vacant and you leave brownies oh house. goodness the lesson learned eat the brownies I was gonna say what <laughs> are you doing leaving brownies in your house <laughs> I was like pre-race I was trying to be good and like I only have one a day rather than all of them in one, in one day <laughs> That that backfired, and it's not really gone again since. I, I haven't seen it. Husband has a silly clock at time at night. That's that's a very annoying low. Look, apparently ultrasonic plugs can help. So I think I need to get on those. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. And then we've been keeping all the doors and windows shut because then it's inundated with flies. So it's a balance between heat and flies at the moment inside. Yeah. Amy's come up with us some kind of strategy. For windows and doors in the house closes windows in the heat of the day that are low down so we've got the top of the house open which is all very sensible but i was very confused windows kept opening and closing throughout the day and i, I didn't know what was going on <laughs> <laughs> there was a system at play so it's physics i mean okay <laughs> which is absolutely right but i hadn't given enough thought monday tuesday are gonna be insane so I mean, don't think anything's going to help, to be honest. But No, my daughter's yeah. secondary school has been... They they were supposed to have sports day. Uh, that was then cancelled. They're all being sent to work from home next week. I mean, they've oh, only got a day and a half of school, but the kids are going to all be on Zoom meetings. Oh, no. I think the That's junior school is more sensible. They're having a... What do they call it? A, I don't know what it is, but a, a wet afternoon where they bring in water pistols and a change of clothes and a towel... And they're just Amazing. going to spray each other with water for the afternoon, which is brilliant. All schools yeah. should do that. Imagine not being a few tears, but oh, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure. speaking of which, we just got back from a barbecue and my friend has just bought a endless pool. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, with like the turbo thing on it. And this thing is massive. Basically just a massive pool in her garden above ground Eleanor can't quite stand up in it but you could do a proper swimming session there if you wanted to I and mean, it yeah. kind of throws you around a bit that's where we'll be spending the, the summer wow <laughs> is it is it a spa 
version or is it just a straight endless pool just for serious swimming i don't know it's i mean it's a it's not rigid sides it's not it's not rigid it's not a permanent oh, okay. fixture uh, so you can put it down and up again quite easily right um but it's got so a motor like, yeah Brilliant. It's not heated, but it's 28 degrees. That's how warm it's been. <laughs> so, yes, we will be going there next week. <laughs> oh, very good. hope they don't have problems like Joe Skipper, because I think he installed one in his garden and was, first of all, the, the, the neighbours thought it was too noisy. And then they were complaining it was splashing their washing. They kept putting the oh, washing yeah, out for it that. to get splashed. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear their neighbours and kids playing in a must be in a paddling pool on the other side of the fence. So right. I think they're okay. <laughs> oh, we dreamt of having them as pool during all of the lockdowns when we couldn't swim anywhere. I know. I was like, you got it too late. You got it two yeah. years too late. It's like, no, they didn't have any in stock. It's only just arrived. <laughs> I don't need it now. <laughs> so it's end of school year in a couple of days. And uh, my youngest is going to move up to secondary school growing like crazy but we had one of the last parents evening via zooms it was a it was a few weeks ago uh, before I, I became ill but it was quite funny because it was in a uh, in the middle of quite a long turbo session and I, I needed to get that done and I knew this zoom meeting was coming up and it was in the same room that I had my turbo in the house and so my wife got it all set up and I was going right down to the wire because I had to interrupt the turbo session. And it was only a 10 minute teacher discussion. In fact, I think it wasn't for my youngest. It was actually for my eldest to talk about what her picks for subjects were going to be. It's quite an important meeting. Anyway, I got a one minute warning. And so I jumped off the turbo in my sweaty bike kit, flushed and the sweat starts, you know, dribbling down your forehead when you stop and I wasn't didn't have a fan and then the teacher appeared and we just looked a sight my wife was quite nicely dressed you know taking it seriously her daughter's school choices and my daughter was there it's quite easy to become embarrassed about your parents when you're talking to teachers and I was there out of breath <laughs> half unzipped cycling top on with sweat trickling down into my eyes trying to catch my breath to uh, and ask sensible questions. So that was quite funny. No, everyone was dead straight, completely ignored the fact that I looked like a loon. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of when I uh, was full-time and training full-time. I work and in office five days a week as well. Our office has got a gym. So I would quite often have to do a lunchtime bike or run on the treadmill or outside. It's actually some beautiful, like runs along the along the Thames but the amount of meetings I turned up to as you say the minute you stop you just can't cool down even if you've got a meeting in like half an hour an hour afterwards and you're just sat there like wiping sweat from your forehead like bright red and you see people look at you not knowing what to say because it's like <laughs> 1 or 2 p.m <laughs> I think yeah I, just, I brought my it was one day I had to I think it was too hot or I couldn't use the gym to put my bike in on the turbo. So I did it on the grass outside the building, not factoring in the fact that it was a nice day and everybody was out eating their lunch on the picnic tables. <laughs> so I'm cycling by the like smoking hut by the picnic tables and everyone's just looking at me like, what is she doing? <laughs> that was, I'm not doing that again because... It's fine in my little world, but people don't know what you're doing and you're on this stationary bike, not going anywhere. 
at lunchtime <laughs> it's not not the best look really not very doesn't matter if it's professional or not because it was my lunch break but yeah yes <laughs> the things we do i know yeah they, the benefits of working from home yeah there are quite save two hours a day traveling which means i can do it before and after work instead of at lunchtime <laughs> it looks like our work are bringing back covid measures so it will be a only go in if you have to rather than we try and go in every every two weeks whether we need to or not but it looks like it started to affect business not a terribly bad thing for triathlon training, I have to say. And the commuting and the cost right. of fuel now is, is bonkers. I'm not too disappointed. It's it's hard, isn't it? The social interaction side and obviously face-to-face is invaluable. Health and business functionality is difficult. So what do you have planned for this week? Anything just easy, being good and not not training at all, I hope, until next week? <laughs> uh, <laughs> careful what I say here I'm hoping to do some very easy I'm not going to call it training had I managed to get a swim today it would have been just a nothing structured just start moving again small bike rides whether it's just to nip to town or go to the shop or whatever maybe a, a short jog as well just to start testing the waters not planning anything serious I'll, I'll learn from doing that this week other, other than that it's just more little jobs getting through the day of working and then and then trying to fill the time yeah having a have a little nap instead of yeah. training yeah <laughs> so you'll be tapering and packing and, and writing yes. a race plan of course yes I might might do that on Friday yeah. <laughs> Friday night once I get there yeah business as usual bike admin i think we said before or the pre-race admin is time consuming but yeah getting training done not trying to think about it too much not yeah. thinking oh my goodness how am i going to do all of that a swim a bike and a run all together um have faith in the training yeah <laughs> just the process yeah absolutely very good that leaves us to say thank you for listening and please visit our Instagram page, which I don't know what you call it, the handle, the hook, the name of it is, what, it, <laughs> what is it? You know better than me. Is it the um, Tri Parenting Podcast with underscores yes. between the words, the Tri Parenting Podcast. We appreciate is, um, any feedback or comments or suggestions. We've, we're starting to post a few pictures of, of what's going on, which we may have referred to during the discussions. And on Spotify, we would appreciate if you wouldn't mind rating the podcast. It it will help us to develop and grow. Yes. And we're also looking at when we actually have time. I was going to do it this morning, but I did also woke up an hour early. So I lost an hour of admin time on Sunday morning, which I wasn't too amused about. But we are looking at setting up a Facebook group so people could chat and share ideas and challenges, parenting or not. Um, obviously, we're aware that some people listening that aren't parents you don't have to be parents to listen to us blabber on about triathlon <laughs> once we have set that group up we will share it and please do join in and let us know any thoughts and feedback hope you continue listening and enjoy it enjoy it and please share share the link with friends who you think may may be interested or or post links we would appreciate we really would appreciate that yes and hopefully we can continue otherwise it's just us having a chat together yeah <laughs> recording <laughs> So thanks very much. Have a good week and I'll I'll talk to you soon. You All right. Bye. Goodbye.